Kyle Lewis has reportedly been traded to the Diamondbacks. Our thoughts on the deal coming up. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is, once again, Thursday, November 17th, 2022. This is Ty Gonzalez and Colby Patton out for an emergency episode of the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. The link as well as our social accounts is in the description below. Per ESPN's Jeff Passan, the Mariners have agreed to trade... 2020 AL Rookie of the Year, Kyle Lewis, to the Arizona Diamondbacks for utility man Cooper Hummel. Let's get straight into the deal. What do you think about it, Colby? Yeah, it's a trade that uh, I would <clears throat> sorry, I would classify as inevitable, I think is probably the best way. Uh, obviously, we didn't know who it would be for, but I think we all kind of were working under the assumption that uh, Kyle Lewis had very likely uh, played his last game with the Mariners. Uh, that was amplified when he wasn't added to the playoff roster. He wasn't, um, <clears throat> you know, he never got called back up after they sent him down for the final time. Uh, we had heard uh, there were some some hurt feelings, some uh, fracturing of the relationship that dated back to, you know, last offseason. And, and we had also heard that the knee was essentially done. Um, so you just kind of add up is, is bone on bone, we were right? told. Yeah. Right. Uh, so you just kind of add that all up and Kyle Lewis seems like a guy who's destined to DH for his entire career and maybe give you 40 games in the outfield if you're really lucky. Um, and that's not counting if he re-injures it yet again. So, um, yeah, it's a bummer that Kyle Lewis is no longer in the organization. Seemed like a great dude. Um, you know, I know his teammates really liked him. Uh, and there's, there's legitimate, you know, uh, bat skills there. I, I think he's going to be at least a, you know, an average, solid average major league hitter. Uh, so even with the knee, but there's just, he's such a limited player now because of the injuries. And, and obviously when you pile on top of that, the, the fractured relationship, um, it just, it seemed inevitable that Kyle Lewis would, uh, would get traded. And now we just, we, the only real surprise here is, is what, what came back to Seattle. Yeah. And it, really doesn't surprise me that this is the kind of return that the Mariners got for Kyle Lewis that they basically got a fringe major leaguer because that's unfortunately what Kyle Lewis has become himself he's been Mm -hmm. a fringe major leaguer and he and it's really just because he unfortunately cannot stay healthy and and most of that is really just not his fault but that's just the reality of it um and you know this year he finally comes back from the knee injury, gets concussed five games back and misses more time. And, you know, you, when he was ready to, to uh, start his rehab assignment, you know, we heard Scott service say, you know, he's going to get time in the outfield, but then you look at the game logs and he's just DHing, DHing, DHing. <clears throat> and like he maybe played outfield just for a, handful of games in the minor leagues overall and that didn't fit within the you know the the construction of the Mariners major league roster so there just wasn't really a place for him and then when he finally came back up for a time there uh, in the late summer he just he did not look major league quality 
And so, and then when he went back down to the minor leagues, he had an awful month of September. So he wasn't even challenging really for the major league roster. He wasn't challenging for the playoff roster. So you add all those things in and it was just a recipe for this to happen. The writing was on the wall here. This deal, like the only thing that surprised me was that it just happened out of the blue tonight. You know, all of a sudden, that was the only surprise. The rest of it, the return, the fact that it's happened, the fact that Lewis is no longer a Seattle Mariner is not surprising at all. So, you know, because it's just these are the things that we have continued to hear for the last year or so about that rift uh, between him and the organization, how he kind of, you know, I was told at one point that he uh, had basically been doing his own rehab and that. Uh, rubbed the Mariners the wrong way. They wanted to, you know, have some uh, say in that and how that process went. And it just, there was no, you know, there was no mutual ground there between player and team. And so, you know, these things happen. And it's just, it's such a bummer, man. Cause like, I, I really enjoyed watching Kyle Lewis play. The, the, when he first came up uh, there in, at the end of 2019, and just, he went on that absolute tear. And then, you know, the, the first half of the 2020 COVID season, you know, I mean, that first game when he goes yard off of Justin Verlander, like you really thought that, you know, maybe the Mariners finally struck gold here because, you know, this is before Julio, this is before Kelnick, this is before all that stuff. And it's just, you know, Kyle Lewis was really one of the first examples of uh, DePoto and company's rebuilds, you know, rebuild working, Right and and the process that they were uh, that they were going through with all of that and it's just you know I during that 2020 season I I, I named him you know I nicknamed him the uh, the plan right like uh, Joel and B being oh, yeah. the process and you know because I just I thought like hey like that's like the first signal like it's working the plan is working like Kyle Lewis actually is good like they've developed this guy and they've you know gotten him back on track after his first knee injury. And it just seemed like there was uh, such a hopeful future for him in Seattle, and it and it sucks the way that it ended. Uh, but I wish nothing but the best for him in Arizona. He's got a great opportunity to uh, opportunity to succeed now. There isn't much of a logjam there that's you know uh, keeping him from playing. I think he's probably mostly going to be a DH down there, and we'll mm-hmm. see how much he's able to play in the outfield, if at all. But uh, that's going to be one that I I, I keep a close eye on uh, this year. So we're going to talk about what the Mariners are getting in return with uh, Cooper Hummel in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked On Mariners listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Here's why I love it. In an emergency, 24-7 professional <coughs> monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively for from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, 
and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs less than $1 per day. That's less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. You're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the Kyle Lewis trade. So let's talk about what the Mariners got in return for Lewis. Super utility man, Cooper Hummel, who has absolutely raked at every level of the minor leagues, came up this year as a 27-year-old rookie, really, really struggled. 31% K rate. He was worth negative 0.8 F4 in 201 plate appearances. But, Colby, I'm hearing some good things from our colleague, Lindsey Crosby, over at Locked On MLB Prospects, that there's actually some hope for Hummel to be a useful super utility guy off the bench. He can catch. He can play pretty much every other position on the field, including <coughs> all the positions on the infield. He's got a plus arm plus speed and strikeouts really haven't been the issue for him in the past. It was just an issue for him at the major league level this year and 201 plate appearances is a small (laughs) sample size. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like the, like the Mariners traded Kyle Lewis here for just nothing. Hummel seems pretty interesting, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, The first thing I did when, when I saw the trade was, um, look up who Cooper Hummel was, um, and you you see the initial numbers, and you go, "Wow, like this is just a you know this is just a get what you can and, and move on type of trade." Uh, but when you start to look at uh, when I started to look at a little deeper at the numbers, um, including the minor league numbers, I saw a guy who uh, walks a ton. We're talking fifteen to twenty percent walk rates. Um, a guy who struck out some, but never never as much as he did in the major league level. It, it's, it wasn't an issue. So uh, that seems like, uh, you know, it's possible he was just overwhelmed, but it, it also seems like maybe that's just a, a, an outlier here. Um, and then you go to his baseball savant page and you see like 93rd percentile in arm strength and you see like 88th percentile in, in sprint speed. Um, and you just, you kind of look at uh, what, what the numbers tell you if you look at the minor league numbers at least. And you say, hey, you know, this guy's pretty good, and oh, he's a catcher, and oh, he's apparently pretty fast uh, for a catcher. And you look at it and you say, oh, well, he's also a switch hitter, and you know he had some he had some legitimate power uh, going for him, lots of doubles, and obviously he runs well. And you kind of start to piece that together, and then you read some of the reports from from people who know, uh, you know, people who um, who have followed Hummel for a while now, and they're pretty much saying the same thing that the stats tell you. Um, so we'll see. I, you know, the overwhelming odds are is that he's, you know, just in AAA and he's depth. I think that's what's most likely to happen. But again, this is a guy who can handle the outfield. He can handle catching. Um, he's a switch hitter. He's got a lot of CTZ qualities, uh, particularly in the walk rate. Um, you know, he has hit the ball hard uh, in the minor league level. There, there's a lot of interesting breadcrumbs that I think 
probably stops you from just saying, you know, Lewis, uh, they gave him a, like, they're just trying to get yeah. something for him. Uh, but I think it's fair if you want to say that that Hummel is a, a 4A player. I, I think that's totally within the realm of possibility. But mm-hmm. there is enough here um, to to be intrigued and to wonder, you know, can the Mariners get something out of this guy? And they've done it before. They did it with Sam Haggerty. They've done it with Dylan Moore. They did it with um, they did it with Austin Nola. Uh, so <clears throat> the Mariners have had some success turning these type of guys into quality big leaguers, and, and we'll see if they can do it again. But if you're going to try and do it, then you probably should try to do it with athletes. And it sounds to me like Cooper Hummel is a pretty darn good athlete. And when the Mariners add guys like this, you have to pay at least a modicum of mm-hmm. attention to it. And, you know, the, for me, the switch hitting aspect is really interesting. Now, I got to look a little deeper into the numbers and everything because we are recording this literally like 15 minutes after Passon reported it. And I didn't even know that Cooper Hummel was a human being until 15 minutes ago. So I'm, you know, I'm catching up on all of this, but it's really interesting. Uh, and, you know, if anything, it gives them a little more catching depth with maybe a little more upside than someone like Brian O'Keefe, who's still on the roster at the moment, uh, on the 40 man roster at the moment. I also kind of wonder if maybe this puts Luis Torrens in jeopardy again of being DFA'd. Uh, if they actually think that Hummel is a viable catching option for them. Uh, But the ability to play pretty much any position, that's going to have some value. At the very least, it's good 40-man depth because you are going to have injuries. We saw this year. We saw the types of players that came through, especially earlier on in the year. Hummel seems like a guy that he can at least provide value defensively and potentially on the base pass because, again, Mm -hmm. reports are plus speed. If you can have that guy coming off the bench, you know, when you got maybe Dylan Moore on on uh, the IL or someone like that, that seems like you might actually be able to get something out of that. I don't know how much you're going to be able to get out of the bat, but, you know, Jerry DePoto loves his minor league performers, and sometimes that's worked out for him. And this Mm -hmm. guy, listen to these WRC pluses down in the minor leagues, 117, 136, 147, 155, 148, 138. He breaks. And so maybe there's something in there. Maybe it's a swing change. Who knows? That can unlock that kind of success. Well, maybe not that kind of success, but some of the success that he found down in the minors and let that translate to the majors. Mm-hmm. So he's an interesting guy. I'll be, uh, yeah. we'll be uh, keeping an eye on him as we uh, build up to the, to the regular season. Uh, so, I want to talk more about Lewis and kind of just, you know, where this leaves the Mariners, what's next, all that stuff. And uh, just a moment, but real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online is where the game starts so colby i don't think this is the uh last time we see the mariners make a trade like this this off season mm-hmm. where they're more so you know selling off pieces uh from the 40-man roster for 
you know, pieces like, you know, we just talked about how Hummel is interesting, but certainly not something that you're going to get excited about. I think we're going to see more of these trades where they trade guys from the 40 man for guys that are not really that, you know, exciting, maybe interesting, but not that exciting. Do you agree? Yeah, I would say so. Um, it's the Mariners are kind of in a spot right now too, where they might sacrifice a little bit of talent for for fit. Right, they're no longer in the in yeah. the era of their rebuild or their build now. I guess and say they've kind of finished it, um, <clears throat> where they're worried about just get as much talent as we can. It has to fit, right? You have to the puzzle pieces have to fit now. Um, and you know, a guy like Hummel does fit this 40 man roster better than a guy like Kyle Lewis. And you start looking at other guys who are on the 40 man who, who might, you know, suffer quote unquote, similar fates, you know, Taylor Trammell, uh, Jared Kelnick, uh, justice Sheffield. Yeah. So there, there's quite a few guys. Uh, so it's about fit. It's about, uh, it's about taking shots with the back end of your 40 man. And that's what the Mariners are going to do. And so I, I do think that, you know, this isn't the last time we'll see a um, a prominent name for Mariners fans traded for somebody who is um, pretty much unknown. Uh, I think we're probably going to see it at least one more time. Um, it just, you know, it's part of baseball and it's part of what good teams do. You know, sometimes good teams make trades where they trade a recognizable name for depth and and people go what and and then oh mm-hmm. well look at that tom murphy got hurt again luis torrens is is you know got dfa or whatever and well we could call up you know brian o'keefe but hey we have hummel and hummel's got upside so let's give him mm-hmm. a shot and then hummel pops and all of a sudden you oh well right. look we have we have the switch in and catcher now so <clears throat> yeah i think we're going to see more trades like this i don't think it's going to be a ton of them i think maybe one or two more uh, but we are going to see some some smaller trades like this, and the Mariners are going to continue to shuffle the back end of their 40-man roster, and that is unfortunately what Kyle Lewis is to the Mariners right now. He's back into the 40-man roster type of guy, so yep. uh, we'll see more deals like this. Um, and honestly, they're they're kind of fun. Um, you get past being bummed, you know, that that it didn't work out with Kyle Lewis. Uh, Hummel's kind of a fun prospect to think about, and and to yep. kind of I don't want to say dream on, but like he's. I, I think he's not a waste of a 40 man spot. No, he's, he's a yeah. solid, if he's your third catcher, you're in good spot. You're in a pretty yeah. good spot. So, and that's exactly what he is right now for the Mariners. Maybe even fourth. We'll see what they do with Luis Torrens, who mm-hmm. could be a, a 40 man trade for, for, you know, uh, for another 40 man guy. So I think it's interesting. I don't think. Uh, just to answer this question, which I'm sure is coming, I don't think this means that the Mariners are, are going to all of a sudden be a lot more open to trading somebody like Tom Murphy. I don't think that's what's happening here. I think this is just about let's get a third catcher um, <clears throat> who has some upside, but also some athleticism. So maybe we can carry three catchers, but one of them is actually an outfielder. You know, we they did yeah. that in the past with. Narvaez, Murphy, and and Nola, right? And so, well, that's what I was going to say. That, I wasn't going to ask about Murphy because I think it's really it's uh, you know they they use him like they use Austin Nola, and that's what you kind of hope that he is, right? And it's kind of hard not to make that comparison when you hear what he can do, and you just hear that profile. So you know, probably more speed than Nola, um, maybe a little bit better defensively, just at more spots, but. Like it's it's hard not to make that comp, and you know I was a pretty big Austin Nola fan, so that makes me happy. 
to hear those kinds of reports on him. And so if they have that kind of player, I mean, that's a massive, massive win for the Mariners. But that's just, you know, that's kind of dreaming here. Um, but, yeah, I don't think that Murph, this says really anything about Tom Murphy. Um, maybe Luis Torrens. But I could also see them, you know, carrying the four catchers on the 40-man. You know, you, can, you can't have enough catching depth. If you have, like, four actual legitimate major league catchers on your 40-man roster, you're in a good spot. You're in a really good spot. So, yeah. That's uh, that's totally fine by me. Now, before we hop off of here, because you're losing daylight and you really need to buy a ring light, <laughs> but let's uh, let's let's bully uh, Colby in the chat to get him to buy a ring light. Uh, I don't fair, actually I don't actually condone bullying. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. To be fair, we often only record at like noon. Yeah. So lighting is never an issue. Well, and that's you know. that's an example of too much lighting right there. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, all right. I want to ask you, which was the better catch? Robbing Ramon Laureano of a Grand Slam or that catch he had in, uh, talking about Kyle <laughs> Lewis, that catch he had in L.A.? I think the catch in L.A. Um, he had a little less time to get there than than the one in Laureano. Laureano, he was kind of able to chop his feet and and jump and he timed it perfectly it was a great catch don't get me wrong but the one in la he kind of like jumped to the side and up and he stuck his glove yeah. out and he like i just think that one was a little better and is what's interesting about those two catches too though is that they both have great reaction like gifts built around yeah. them yeah the la one has kike with a ah like <laughs> yeah, yeah. reaction yeah. and then obviously the ramon Laureano uh slam catch has uh the the galloping of, of kyle yeah. lewis running in smile on his face so uh, yeah, those are two great catches. Those are probably, I would say, those two catches and the the home run off of Verlander, probably the first things that come to mind when you think of Kyle Lewis. Yeah, and you know, if those are the top three highlights, um, when you've only played like 110 games yeah, for a team, that, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And obviously, yeah. I guess the big highlight would be winning Rookie of the Year, right? But uh, <laughs> when I think of Kyle Lewis, I, I certainly think of those two catches. But I probably think of that Dodgers catch first. I think it was just a little bit better. Yeah, the Dodgers catch uh, is pretty pretty remarkable, and the yeah, like you said, the Kike reaction afterwards is priceless. Um, the the one against the A's is is great too, and especially considering the moment and and what that you know, I mean, they ended up losing that game anyway because that was the Jimmy Yakabonis game, and I really don't want to remember that. I I really did not want to remember the Jimmy Yakabonis game or Jimmy Yakabonis <laughs> himself today, but. Alas, here we are. Uh, but yeah, that was a great catch, especially you know with the smoke and everything. That that was yeah. that was a wild looking game. Uh, that was just still in the playoff hunt. That yeah, year they too. were they were still in the playoff hunt. Yeah, that's what I was saying in terms of like you know what that meant because I, basically like that was a massive game for them and they started Jimmy Akabonis in it. Anyway, they got smoked. <laughs> they got, I believe final score was nine to nothing. They got literally smoked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, the smoke was not from wildfire. Fires, it was from the Mariners' playoff chances going up uh, in flames. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, on that note, <laughs> that's going to do it for our show. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here on an emergency episode of the Lockdown Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidying Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D A N E G N Z L Z and Colby at CPAT11. That's E P A T 11. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for. 
for making us your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast featuring the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts just like us. And with that, have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.